0: Welcome to the Career Boosters podcast, your compass to professional growth. Join Tiffany and Paul armed with 25 years of career expertise as they uncover the art of personal branding and learn from MBA students going through their own career journey, navigate the realm of self-discovery, gain insights from industry pros and equip yourself with cutting edge strategies for modern career success. Get ready to amplify your journey with actionable insights on the Career Boosters. All right, so hello, I am Paul Taylor.
1: And hey, I'm Tiffany Baker.
0: And we are your Career Boosters podcast hosts with a combined 25 years of experience boosting the careers of thousands of students and industry professionals. Tiffany and I are both career coaches and educators to MBA students at one of Canada's top MBA programs. We're both really excited to be kicking off this new podcast series, where we dig into the nuts and bolts of career management and personal development. We think this is a really exciting opportunity to engage with students and the larger community who are interested in tangible insights and actions to boost their career. And one of those tangible actions is approaching orientation, or any new event, for that matter, with intention and purpose, and using it as a boost, which is why we are here to talk with Chris Lynch today. Chris, how are you? I'm doing great, Paul, and good to see you too, Tiffany. I'm very, very excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. So, Chris, we start our podcast with three questions, and then actually we end with three questions. So, uh, and then sandwich some great questions in the middle, but three kind of more lightning round types of questions. Um, The first one, who are you? I could go deep and philosophical, but I'm going to go straight forward and say I'm Chris
2: Lynch. Uh, I'm senior director here at the uh, master's and uh,
0: executive education office at the School of Business at the University of Alberta. Perfect. And how long have you been working at the university for? I've been with
2: the school for a little over 18 years
0: now, so I've been here quite a long time. Awesome. And then the last question that we have for you is a bit of an off-topic one, but what interest or hobby makes you forget to check your phone?
2: I'm pretty good at not checking my phone in general, but uh the number one thing I think that I get excited about or get into trouble if I start uh, start reading or watching is probably anything to do with uh Arsenal. Arsenal Football Club in the EPL. Uh excited for the new season to start. Uh, wait, well, it's already started. Uh, but hopefully this is going to be a good year.
0: Awesome, Thanks, Chris.
1: So Chris, we are here to chat about orientation and orientation starts on August 25th and we are orienting about a hundred MBA students. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. Yes.
1: All right. Uh, and this is a new experience. Uh, and I would imagine most of those hundred students don't really know what to expect. So Chris, we'd love your perspective specifically and some insights on how some students can use this experience, both as a boost to their MBA journey and their career as well. So first question for you uh, as it uh, relates to uh, approaching orientation. So when have you experienced something similar in your career, a new experience, something you didn't know how to approach? Tell us about that.
2: Okay, I mean, uh, I've been I'm a graduate of the MBA program, so I, too, got to go through orientation myself at one point. But uh, we will not talk about that. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a chance to answer questions about that in a bit. Um, You know, I think I'd probably relate it to maybe going to a, a professional conference, I think, is maybe a good way to look at that in that. You know, it is bringing together people that have like a you know high level sort of a similar interest or or kind of goals um you know moving forward but it's you know people from many different parts of the country many different parts of the world uh those that you've never met before have no real connection or relationship to and so I think it's you know an exciting opportunity to you know get get to meet new people get to kind of share some of your perspective get to hear from others as well uh, so I mean, that's probably the best you know situation I would relate it to myself. Um, I can think of, you know, a few times I've been to conferences like in in the US. Uh, it's a very different experience. Uh, I, I will say some people can be extremely, extremely friendly and very chatty and have uh, happy to connect with everyone. Uh, there are folks that will be there to maybe just learn and sit a little quietly in the the corner. Uh, I probably would land somewhere in the middle of that group, to be perfectly honest.
1: Hmm. Would you have uh, a specific strategy or a tactic that you would say that you've used in those situations to help you be successful uh, when you go to those kind of newer events?
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think in practical terms, like, uh, you know, any big event like that, orientation conferences, that there's gonna be opportunities to obviously sit next to people either at a table like over lunch, over breakfast, whether it's gonna be going into a session as well. And I think it's probably a very good idea at the very least to have, uh, have thought a little bit around how you might do a quick introduction to somebody. I mean, in practical terms, again, everybody there is probably in the same boat as you, probably does not know many other people there. I think just being thoughtful, being aware that if you sit down next to someone, maybe just say, hello, my name is, uh, at a conference, it can be, I'm from University of Alberta, this is why I'm interested in learning, how about you? Uh, I think at lunch it's, or breakfast, you maybe have to have a, a little more thought into how you might carry on a conversation. But usually, it'll be a large group of people at a table, maybe eight, maybe ten, and, and you know, conversation can usually flow pretty easily. But I think just being aware enough to maybe make that first step, make that first just quick introduction, even if you know you're not uh, not not super outgoing, I think just maybe having uh, a quick little intro prepared in advance can probably make a very big difference.
1: Mm, absolutely. Within that intro, is there anything uh, within your intro that you use as a fun little tidbit that might be about yourself that you actually might be able to share
2: with us and share with others?
0: Well, my intro is suddenly
2: getting much longer if I'm adding all of these entertaining things. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's something like, uh, like at a conference, usually even just saying, you know, I'm from Canada and uh, making a little joke about how much warmer it is wherever we are. From Edmonton. That's probably the case. Almost every conference I go to is going to be somewhere warmer than Edmonton. Uh, that, that at least opens the door for a question about Canada, a question about the weather or, or something to keep it going. Uh, I think in terms of like tidbits in, in an intro, you know, maybe share some interests like again i've already mentioned i'm a big arsenal fan so that's soccer that's you know premier league football for for most of the world as well um that that's usually you know a good intro into into maybe follow-up conversation i I think sharing maybe uh, a broad general interest that that's easy for other people to talk about or relate to will make you know, make it much easier, again, to continue conversation. So I'd say, you know, putting out something like that, putting out where you're from, putting out what what you're most interested in 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 an intro, if you keep it to 30 seconds or or a minute, that will usually open the door to more more conversation. Mm,
1: I like that advice. Uh, and so on that theme of advice, and we we promised that we would offer kind of insights and tangible uh, things that students can do, what other advice would you have students uh, to approach this orientation very specifically, MBA orientation? So we heard the intro, we heard little tidbits, we heard talk about what you know, right, which is where you're from, or a little bit about yourself or the weather. What other advice would you offer to MBA students as they're approaching this orientation? Yeah, I
2: think coming into, into orientation, um, you It is exciting. I think it's going to be like, these are people you're going to be spending, you know, the next two years with the next four or five years with if you're you're a part time student. Um, So at the end of the day, um, it's people that want want to get to know you want to want to be friendly want want to connect with you as well. So outside of maybe just being someone that's okay, initiating a conversation, I would say be open to to just, you know, volunteering, putting your name forward, like getting up and and being just willing to put yourself out there into different situations. I mean, I think through orientation and and I don't want to spoil sort of what's going to happen, but I think there will be plenty of of fun activities, group activities, opportunities to to kind of speak up. Um, And and I would fully encourage anybody to to kind of volunteer, put put their name forward, share ideas. Um, It's a great building point at orientation to, to kind of move forward and do that. There, there will be fun social things built in as well. So anytime you get a chance, um, jump in and, and get involved in one of those. Even if maybe you're a little bit more introverted and a little more quiet, I, I think, you know, maybe making sure you have a little bit of quiet time, but also have a little bit of uh, mingling time, like even if it comes to lunch, if you're someone who likes a bit of quiet, maybe that, that's a good time, you know, to to go for a little walk or or kind of spend a little bit of quiet time, uh, but not just disappear for a whole hour over lunch and, and come back uh, ready to go. So I think, you know, putting yourself out there a bit, but maybe being aware as to kind of how you you know, function and then kind of what's going to make sure you get the best out of the day as well.
1: Mm, really great to bits. I really like that stepping out of your comfort zone. That's truly where we talk about where growth happens, kind of at the edge of your comfort zone and beyond, but understanding what is too far of a stretch and what your own uh, ability to fill your own cup and and work within what you know to be your own limits. I really like that. I have a question actually for both Chris and Paul. So this is my first shot at orientation. I have never been through this orientation specifically. So I'm really curious uh, from either of you or both of you, I'm sure you've got many stories, Can you give us an example of uh, a standout student? Where have you seen a student do orientation really well? What has stood out to you guys uh, from just observing hundreds, if not thousands of students by this, by now? Give us a bit of an example.
0: Well, I definitely want Paul to go first on this one. I have been running and operating kind of orientation for almost 10 years now. And I think I've seen... The, the full spectrum of people who are completely overwhelmed, don't want to be there to the people who are so excited and really take advantage of the opportunities. The people, I, I don't know if I have a specific example, but if I can give kind of best advice or best pieces of advice, it would be just go in ready to have fun. And I think that, um, it, you know, the comments that we get At the end of each orientation is I didn't realize how much fun that was going to be, or I didn't realize how much I was going to learn through this, or I didn't realize how many people were just kind of the same as I am just in this boat of exploration and change and, and things like that. So I I think about taking advantage of opportunity and fully trying to learn through the activities that are put in place for you for a reason. And, you know, as, as one of the people who has developed many of the programs and, and the activities through orientation, orientation, it's meant to be fun. And it's meant to build relationships with the people that you're going to go through these hard times with. Um, Because the MBA is not easy, but it can be a great uh, exploratory kind of event for you. And this is all about building team and, and building environments. I also think you know, talk to people, just say, hi, where are you from? What do you do? Be very curious. I think curiosity and uh, throughout this podcast, you are going to hear me say, ask great questions, be curious, because I think that's how we learn so much.
2: No, I think that that is great advice, Paul. Um, and again, you know, similar to that, I'm not sure I can think of an example of like the the all time star of orientation, because I think you know, for everybody, it's you know, a good orientation can can look a bit different. I will say again to echo that, like being open, wanting to have conversations with others. But I also think being being aware enough to maybe make sure that through any conversation, you know, if it's one on one, you're maybe spending as much time asking questions and listening as you are talking about yourself as well. Uh, as, I you, as Paul said, it's a great opportunity to learn. It's a great opportunity to kind of meet new people and kind of broaden broaden relationships. Uh, so 100%, like be, be open to that, be involved in that, uh, and maybe just make sure you're not completely taking over the entire conversation if you're one of those very chatty people. Uh, and maybe just you know, being aware if you see someone that, that looks kind of quiet, just going over and saying hi or just asking them how they're doing and, and using that as a kind of a point to Maybe connect with others that maybe don't jump out immediately and want to, uh, want to put themselves out there.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. As I listen to both of you, I, I imagine kind of a car. And what I'm hearing you say is that this is the opportunity to be in the driver's seat when you're at orientation, that the road ahead of you may have been planned. There, there's plans and days and activities that have been set out for you, but this is the opportunity for you to sit in the driver's seat and and really truly be intentional about your experience. Uh, I know sometimes it can be a lot more comfortable to sit in the passenger seat or heck even the back seat, for that matter, and just have a passive experience. What I've heard both of you say is that there is value in being in the driver's seat and and taking some responsibility for your experience um, and what that does to kind of set you up for success for the MBA program. I've got another question that I think could go for both of you, Uh, if you've got some tips and tricks, because we've got a lot of international students that, yes, well, this is a new experience in that orientation is new and the program is new, but so is the culture. So is being in Canada. There's a lot more on their list of new things. Is there any extra tips or tricks that you might want to offer to that uh, student demographic?
2: Yeah, I can I can I can start with that. I mean, I think you know, hopefully, hopefully our, our international students have maybe arrived a few days before orientation itself starts. because uh, I think it can always be extra hectic trying to not only worry about orientation but also getting settled in a place to live, making sure you have everything that that you need on, on a day-to-day basis, you know. Stuff to cook with, food, a <laughs> place to be, uh, internet, phone, all, all kind of those important things. Uh, so, assuming somebody has been here for a few days and, and at least been able to kind of get get started on that, um, I, I think you know, the the advice would really be you know, be open to talking not just to, to kind of fellow students, but talking with with kind of faculty with those running orientation, just, you know, always being willing to to ask a question, like if something's a little different than maybe it, it's, you know, what what you're used to, just ask, is that normal? It's like, in my country or culture, you know, we might do it this way. Uh, I think in, in general, people are also quite interested to, to, you know, hear and learn how how things work in other parts of the world. And I think, you know, people are going to be much more, you know, open and, and forgiving and, and not really going to hold you if you do something that's, you know, maybe a bit different than it is here. No one's going to question it or or be like, I can't believe they did that. Do they not know how things work? I, I think people will generally be, well, you know, it's interesting. And then, you know, there's how maybe how cultural norms might work here versus maybe how they work where, where you're from. And so I think, you know, just being, you know, open to that being, you know, uh, aware enough, you know, if something seems different, maybe just ask a question or or mention even in my own country, this is how, you know, this might work. I think just having a bit of that open mindset will probably make a huge difference in, in terms of how sort of orientation goes and, and then maybe just more general advice, not just through orientation, but but through time in the program as well. Uh, chances are that there will be other students from, from kind of the same culture as you in, in the program. Uh, and that's great, and, and definitely be friendly with them and, and talk to them, but maybe don't uh, exclusively spend all of your time with people from this, that the same culture. I think it, it helps to broaden perspectives and, and give you a lot more, you know, insight in, into maybe Canadian culture to, to have friends that that go beyond that or, or spend time with other groups as well. I think it'll make a very big difference in kind of
0: uh, what you take away from the program moving forward. And I think if I can add into that, it would be, there are activities in place for for international students to kind of learn about the Canadian culture, and not necessarily just learning about the Canadian work culture, but it could just be learning about the Canadian culture. Um, A specific example that I remember, there was actually some students, this was maybe four years ago, uh, there was a student that was doing their a uh, master's degree in business, but also doing a master's degree in medicine as well. And this uh, Canadian domestic student took all of the international students through a River Valley walk uh, right after orientation one day. And I remember the apprehension on some of the international students' faces about going and doing something like that. But I think that you you get involved in more than just going to school working, getting a job, making money. It's getting involved into the Canadian uh, culture and the community that you're going to be a part of. And so what I would say would be just the same as we've talked about for orientation is step outside of your comfort zone, but at the same time, just enjoy experiences. And and I think all of us can, can agree that nature and being outside and taking in that good vitamin D from the sun that we get, uh, it's a great thing as well. And just the rest, the relaxation and, and really building great relationships with people outside of, you know, the people that you're familiar with. So, you know, say yes to opportunities. All these students came back after this river Valley walk and they were so shocked by us having this huge park that, you know, I think it's bigger than central park in, in, in square meters or whatever. And, it's in the middle of our city and it's wonderful. And, and, you know, taking advantage to have that little break uh, as well and, and just build great relationships with new friends.
1: I'm really hearing a theme of being willing to be curious, to try new and to remember that everybody else is experiencing new. Nobody's coming into orientation or any other new experience that you're at as an expert already. Everybody else is there with some sort of level of apprehension um, and to kind of connect and bond with that is really important. Uh, As we get ready to head into another lightning round for Chris, uh, Paul or Chris, is there any other little tidbits that you guys would want to add in that maybe we haven't uh, chatted about just yet?
0: Sure. I think, you know, uh, when I think about new events, uh, I think about... The physiological responses to new events, and when I think about those physiological responses, whether it's a dry mouth and you can't talk, or whether it's an upset stomach because you're you're feeling uh, nervous about something, try to just remember that there are others that will be feeling the same way, and that the nervousness, the the kind of physiological responses, you care about this, so you want to do you know a great job, but. At the end of the day, just enjoy the process that you go through and trust the process. I think that's
2: great advice. Uh, maybe the other suggestion I would have for something like orientation or you, you large other new events. I think it's never a bad idea to, to maybe take a look at, at maybe some of the other people that are, are going to be there and, and do a little bit of outreach first. I know like coming into orientation, uh, we, we have a, a WhatsApp group for incoming students. We have a few other ways. We've done a few other events to try and just let uh, let, let you get a sense of who else is going to be there. And I think just having that ability to, to you know, know someone a little bit before before starting, even if it's just sending out an, an email to maybe someone that's going to be at the same conference as you being like looks like we're both going and, and have you know similar backgrounds mm-hmm. would be great to even just say hi and, and connect for five or ten minutes. I think just having a friendly face uh, to kind of look out for or know that it's there probably makes it, it a bit easier at the very beginning when you enter as well. Um, so I definitely recommend doing that if, if you haven't already sort of been able to connect with somebody coming in. Uh, and then you know, other piece of advice, how fun. I mean, I don't want to say how fun is advice, but fun really is going to be what what i have to say uh it's meant to be fun it's not meant to be the most serious thing in the world i mean obviously we're going to cover important things but part of the the concept and idea behind orientation is to just help help students get settled help them you know feel excited to be here and, and start to build kind of friendships and relationships that will last throughout the program so uh, take it seriously, but but have a bit of fun while going through it is my advice for well, well life in general, but orientation as well.
1: Fantastic. Thanks so much for that advice. Uh, and I'd love to move to a quick lightning round with you, Chris, to dig in just really quickly a little bit more into you, your background and your career. So lightning round is, as it would suggest, looking for a nice kind of quick first answer that comes to the top of your mind. We'll start with what part of your career story has given you the biggest boost
2: you know that is a good question that's an interesting one uh it's probably a bit different in that uh, you know I've been been with the university and been with the master's office for, for kind of a very long time so I've been here for for kind of 18 years and then kind of grown grown with the office and so you know, maybe not one specific thing, but I'd say maybe one kind of mindset or approach. Uh, you know I, I started in a very different role than that I'm in now. Uh, I, I had undergrad in accounting and, and started in a role that was very numbers and data focused but uh, just always being there to say yes, being being interested, ask questions about other things uh, that are happening within the office. Uh, volunteering to be like, well, you know, our website is kind of, of well, I'm willing to try and help, what can I do, Uh, just say, just say yes, if opportunities come your way, ask questions about things that, that may be like interesting. Uh, it's a great, great way to, to kind of get new responsibility sent your way, try out different things, do different uh, you know, activities or build different skills that can help you as you stay, stay with within an organization, or if you move elsewhere as well. I think just having that that mindset to be be curious and, and want to help and get involved wherever you can, uh, will, will have a big boost in your career moving forward.
1: Chris, the yes man is what I just heard.
2: I try not to say no very often, <laughs> Tiffany, so.
1: <laughs> I get that. All right. What's one thing you wish you had learned sooner
2: in your career? You know, so uh, for those that you know me, this might be, be somewhat hard to believe, but uh, I, I used to be a very quiet person and would be uh, very, very reserved when it came to events and and activities and uh, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, I wish I would have learned just to be a bit more outgoing, be a bit more willing to kind of walk up and, and just introduce yourself or or say hi to somebody that maybe looks a little quiet or, or looks a little unsure as well. And, and just being being conscious to make an effort to to say hi to, to everybody that, that you come across that maybe you work with in the office or uh, just be willing to kind of have those conversations, put it out there and start rather than I'm here, I'm going to go straight to work and and jump in and and start working through emails or answering this. I I think just being a bit more thoughtful about about building relationships is probably something I wish I knew even earlier.
1: Hmm. All right. Talking about relationships and people and connections, how will you help one
2: person in the coming week? Oh, specifically, that, that is a good question as well. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it'll help one person, but, uh, you know, what, what I will try and do uh, consistently is, is sort of reach out and you know, just, just people that I know or that I see and just ask, you know, how they're doing. Like I know at that school we have or, or at work. Um, you know, we, we have students, we have employees just always, you know, try and check in and see, you know, how things are going, what they're wanting to do longer term. If there's anybody, you know, I know that I can maybe help them get a, get a connection with, or, or help them kind of grow and expand. So, you know, I I know next week for, for some of our, um, co-op students at the school, I've set up to have uh, one of our alum come in and do a little talk about their their own career and maybe be there and, and able to answer a few questions about, um, you know, careers in marketing and and what kind of that industry looks like. So, you know, just always being willing and, and open to help, maybe even just volunteering to help uh, before someone's even asked. Uh, so one specific thing, maybe that next week we'll, we'll, we'll do, but but I will... Try and always help out wherever I can, even uh, unannounced help if we can offer that.
1: That is very on brand for you, Chris. Thank you.
0: All right, so Chris, uh, thank you so much for sharing great insights uh, into, you know, Conquering the unknown and going into these events and, and knowing that uh, these orientations that that students are going to, you know, there can be nerves, there can be anxiety, but they can also be really fun. The three key takeaways that I'm taking away from, from today is I really enjoyed what you talked about around sharing little tidbits about yourself. When you talked about going to conferences and knowing you're from Canada and um, understanding that, you know, making jokes about the weather or, you know, sharing you're an Arsenal fan, whatever that may be, and just getting the conversation started. I, I think that's the first key takeaway that I have. The second key takeaway is actually kind of in combination of what you were talking about in in the conversation with Tiffany. And Tiffany. Using the metaphor of being in the driver's seat. I think others are sharing the feelings that you're at, but I think you can be in a space for connection and relatable, like being relatable to other people. And then the third one that I really enjoyed, and Chris talked about this around listening. I what immediately came up for me was we have two ears and one mouth, we should be listening twice as much as we're talking. And I think in orientation, we can be trying to one up person, we got somebody else, we could be wanting to uh, show how great we are and how great our experience is. But you're also in a class and in a program with a bunch of great people. And I think we can learn just as much from others than we can from ourselves. So those are the kind of the key takeaways that I have for today. Chris, thank you so much. Tiffany, uh, as always, a pleasure. And we will see you all or hear or you will hear us all in the coming weeks.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Career Boosters podcast. Looking for more insights to elevate your professional, personal and career growth? We've got the boost you need. Join myself and Paul next time for more actionable advice and real world stories. And remember, subscribe wherever you enjoy podcasts, ensuring you catch every tip and tactic to boost your career journey. See you next time.